You're listening to Fox on the Wire Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 63 of Fox on the Wire. We have a very special guest today, all the way from beautiful Margaret River in WA, Dan White. Welcome, Dan. Hey, man. Thanks for having us. Welcome to the show. Nice to nice to meet you uh, via Zoom. Tell us what you're up to. You've organised a um, a killer three day festival called the Th- Strings Attached Festival. Tell us about it. Yeah, coming up in October. This will be our, our second one. We kicked off in 2019. Had to cancel last year, unfortunately, like most festivals around the country. Uh, yeah, through the big C word. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, back uh, back this year, really looking forward to a three-day festival of uh, both performances, uh, exhibitions and workshops. We have a, a big exhibition of uh, luthiers, guitar makers, um, pedal manufacturers, you know, gearheads uh, from around the country, though mm-hmm. more uh, WA-based this year. Um, and then uh, over 60 artists, guitarists come down uh, from all around the place and, uh, and, and perform. Uh, we have... 12 venues throughout Margaret River, uh, which is about a three-hour drive south of, of Perth in WA, um, so pretty much on the southwest tip. Um, and then we flesh out the rest of the program with uh, workshops and masterclasses and uh, uh, panel Q&As and you know, stuff that really helps you dive deep into, into the world of strings. Uh, I guess that's what really sets it apart from just a music festival, you know, it's, uh, it's very much a guitar festival and um, yeah, you're more than welcome to come and nerd out. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I really feel like I should be there, but uh, I don't think I'm getting out of Victoria anytime soon. No one wants us anywhere around the country, so... <laughs> uh, we'll see how we go. Fingers crossed. We're, we're 10 weeks out at the moment. Um, the dates yeah. are October 8th to 10th, so we're looking uh, looking at the, the 10-week run into the festival, and fingers crossed, you know, all the, all the borders behave themselves, and we can kind of um, pull ourselves out as a country, um, out of where we're at at the moment. We're pretty happy in the West, but... Um, we do have uh, just two two acts coming from the east coast. Couldn't obviously mm-hmm. rely too heavily on on uh, international or interstate um, talent this year, unfortunately, unlike in twenty nineteen. But um, yeah, fingers crossed because we've got Jeff Lang coming from your neck of the woods. So hopefully, he can come across. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, might hitch a ride with uh, with Jeff. Maybe I can <laughs> get stuffed in his suitcase. Sneak me over. Uh, yeah, it looks amazing, man. I had a had a look over the website, obviously, and um, it looks like the place to be for sort of any music nut or guitar nut, especially. So, yeah, I wish I could make it over maybe next year, but um, some of the artists you've got this year, um, I had a look through the list there. You've got Blackwood Rising, Charlie McGee, Ashes of Autumn, uh, Eucalypto, Chip Hazard, Jeff Lang, as you said. Uh, Grace Barbie, Jordan Mack, Luke Gallagher, Moonlighter, Tracy Barnett, and heaps more. So, um, do they sort of do they play a few songs and sort of talk about their their setup and their guitars? Is that sort of the deal with the artists? Uh, there's different formats. So some of the some of the shows are just strictly shows. So anyone, even if you you know you're not a guitar nerd, you can um just go and enjoy some great live music. Uh, so that's um, that's one kind of show, but then we do have the other kinds of rig rundowns or masterclasses where it's kind of like chatting interspersed with music as well. Um, I guess we count those as more the masterclass workshop kind of um, presentations or parts of the festival, I guess. Um, yeah, whereas a lot of the other side of it is is lots of performances and, and obviously, um, yeah, you can, you can ask some questions before and after, but... Uh, 
yeah, looking forward to it. We're announcing the full program in about a week's time, uh, start of August. Yeah, and uh, and we'll have yeah plenty more artists on the bill. Then I've kind of been a little bit hush hush with it. Ah, so a few surprises. Yeah, plenty, plenty. Yeah. Oh, um, awesome. Like I said, over sixty artists this year. So. Wow. Um, yeah, lots of lots of people to accommodate. <laughs> yeah, so three days. I mean, that's that's a lot of time to sort of to fill up. So I guess there's lots of room there um, for many different artists and uh, many classes you can have there. There's a lot of time to fill. Totally. Well, the joy of a guitar festival is the guitar is one of those instruments that is played in so many different ways, you know, like you've got metalheads, you've got your classical guys, like, and everywhere in between. Um, And so it's, it makes for a really diverse uh, event, you know, like we can have lots of different things going on at the same time without them really clashing because, you know, there's, for example, your classical and your metal, maybe, maybe that's not the best example because the, you know, there are elements of classical in metal, but, uh, (laughs) um, you know, you don't have your ukulele players going and and seeing maybe, uh, your metal shows. So, um, it's Mm -hmm. nice from a programming perspective, we can have the town really buzzing and really busy, um, and really put a lot of options on, um, and, and have a really diverse kind of program on offer, um, without too much clashing going on and really, really um, kind of shove a, lot, a whole lot into a weekend, into the three days, yeah. So it's held in Margaret River, obviously. What sort of, what, what is the venue that you're holding it at? Uh, so the festival hub is uh, called the Margaret River Heart. It's the hub of entertainment, arts and regional tourism. Um, it's a, it consists, it's a big um, entertainment complex uh, in the heart of Margaret River. Um, consisting of a big um, theatre, which I actually played at last night. It was awesome. <laughs> it's nice. so nice. It's a 440 cap uh, theatre, seated theatre, um, a big auditorium, beautiful sound and um, really nice setting. Uh, so we have some of our um, uh, our bigger slots on there, some of the big performances, some of the big masterclasses. Um, in that same complex, there's a, a 150 cap um, seated auditorium, a studio theatre, per se. Um, which we have some of the um, some of the presentations. Uh, Cab Templey from Eskimo Joe is going to be giving some songwriting workshops in there. Um, yeah, and then a couple of other rooms as well in the foyer. We'll have the big main exhibition of all the the guitar makers and uh, and some nice collections too. You can come and check out. Um, aside from that. Um, also, a sound shell outside too. Actually, I forget. It's a really nice outside oh. grassy area. But um, aside from that, it's basically a, a bunch of a spread uh, between a bunch of existing venues throughout Margaret River. We're lucky enough to have a few live music venues here in the southwest, and uh, so we're making the most of those existing facilities. And then um, having some pop-ups as well, places that wouldn't usually have music. But it's all pretty much walkable. You can stay in town or. You know, park in town and just wander around and, and make the most of the fest. Wow, so it's basically a big festival for Margaret River. <laughs> it's yeah, just going to be a big party. Totally, everyone who wants to join us too. You know, it's uh, we have a lot of people come down from Perth and some people mm. come uh, came over from interstate uh, in 2019. A lot of interest from yeah. Melbourne this year actually uh, because we've just started, or oh, sorry, starting this coming month, uh, direct flights from Melbourne to Bustleton, uh, which is really exciting. Okay. Um, so Bustleton is about half hour north of Margaret River, so it's kind of like a direct link. If you know, if you want to go for a weekend away in uh, in the southwest of of the country, enjoy some wine and um, and some forest time. Sounds amazing. I've mm. got to say, uh, is this a virtual? Like for someone like me, who's probably stuck here 
can we sort of do a virtual uh, tour of this festival at all? Or yeah, not this year. We're we're keeping it yeah. very much in the flesh um, for these first couple of years. We're going to look at um, broadening the online, uh, I guess, element of it in the future. Um, yeah. Definitely post-festival this year, we'll make a, a whole lot of the content available, so you can check yeah. it out after the after the festival. But uh, yeah. yeah, we'll look at that in, in future years. I think at the moment there is a, a whole lot on offer online, and uh, there's a lot of festivals, a lot of events having to go uh, virtual, I guess, and that's yeah. a really great option. It's a really great thing to be able to do. Um, we're choosing not to go down that track this year, but I'm definitely mm-hmm. looking in the future. I think... Uh, because we're such a young festival, really wanting to make sure that the people who are here and um, making the effort to, to be here and who are able to be here in the flesh um, are really getting bang for their buck and, and also enjoying it you know, as much as they can. Yeah, it looks amazing. Um, who, who are some of the, or if you're able to divulge, uh, who are some of the makers or exhibitors you've got there this year? Um, it's an interesting one. Uh, we had, in 2019, a whole bunch of makers from the East Coast come across, and obviously uh, that's not as possible this year. Um, it's quite... Uh, they consist of a lot of artisans, so so many smaller guys like Francis Jerome, uh, Donmo from South Australia, who's one of the, the best Dobro makers in the country, um, and some... Uh, Peterman from... Uh, a pickup maker from New South Wales. But uh, those guys aren't able to come this year, uh, or they may not be able to. Some of them are kind of waiting to the last minute. Um, so yeah. it's very WA-based this year, which is really exciting. You know, there's plenty of, of, uh, of talent and... Um, Plenty of amazing makers here in the in the West. Um, Scott Wise, uh, who helped us start the festival, uh, will be here again. He's going to be giving some great workshops and um, and displaying a whole bunch of his instruments. Uh, looks like we may have Ormsby along again, uh, who's um, an amazing, uh, actually the country's largest manufacturer of, of guitars. Uh, he's based out of Perth, um, specialises in, in metal and, and all that. Uh, and yeah, um, a lot of we've really opened it up this year to the hobbyists. We had a lot of interest from uh, you know guys who just do it at home for fun in 2019. Yeah. And so, in addition to some of uh, our makers who are doing it more commercially, um, we've really opened up the festival for those guys to be able to just come and show what they're doing. Um, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. those guys they just they give them to their friends. You know, <laughs> yeah. but they've done it for 20 years and they've made. 500 instruments you know it's, it's pretty amazing um and it's a nice platform for those guys to be able to show off what they're doing and share it with people and learn from each other too i think more than anything um the the uh component of the festival um dealing with exhibiting and um and sharing of that information is just that it's a great opportunity to um, inspire and learn from each other as uh, as makers and players getting to meet the makers of those instruments that they're playing or that they're interested in in playing. Yeah, it sounds like an amazing sort of networking opportunity for for everyone. You know, the guitar makers to get good feedback from from players and um, possibly people who have maybe purchased those instruments and uh, to get some feedback on those and obviously musicians to meet each other. So it just sounds like a 
totally amazing networking sort of event anyway. Yeah, 100%. Uh, We're just looking for to everyone. create like yeah. a, a community, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Like there's so many players here in the West. Like we, we don't have a guitar festival or we haven't had one, you know? Um, not like you guys in Melbourne, you have uh, the Melbourne Guitar Show uh, and uh, yeah. elsewhere in the country has had guitar festivals over the years. Um, I know the Adelaide one is amazing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, here in the West, there's there's not really anything to cater for for all of us who just enjoy guitars in every aspect, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's nice because people are kind of jumping on it and going, yeah, like at last, like this is for me, you know, and and uh, really getting around it. And it's nice because we're seeing a community grow from that. And um, yep. I really want to see that in the long run, you know, that really blossom and, and um, become you know, a, a, a safe space for, for all of us guitarists and, and guitar makers and everyone in the industry because I think it's a, it can be a great support network too, you know, especially in times like this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is this, this is your idea that you hatched uh, a couple of years ago, was it, to have a guitar festival in WA? No, I can't claim it. Not at all. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, the origin story, here we go. Yep. <laughs> um, so Scott Wise, who is the uh, the guitar maker here in, in Margaret River, he's the local legend busting out guitars for many years now. Um, he had been formulating a bit of an idea uh, to do with this um, a few years ago, kind of looking for the right person to do it. Um, here in the Southwest, we have a great uh, creative um, organization called Creative Corner, and um, that's kind of the peak industry body for the creative industries here in the Southwest. Um, they deal, they put on a few festivals uh, th- throughout the year, um, one in particular called Emergence, which is a great convergence of, uh, it's a multimedia uh, festival essentially, so not just music, but um, photography, videography, advertising, media, marketing, etc., uh, etc., et and um, and Matt Lewis, uh, who heads up that organisation, uh, kind of uh, had been having similar ideas along with Leon Ryan, who um, deals with accommodation locally and is now our chairperson. So between the three of them, they kind of started chatting over over beers every now and then, and uh, yeah. and. Yeah, that's how I got looped in. Uh, I've, I've done some festivals over the years with Creative Corner here in the Southwest. And uh, Matt Lewis basically approached me and just said, look, we've got this idea. Um, we want to start a guitar festival. Do you want to you know, take it and run with it? So so I did. Uh, and um, yeah. yeah, basically built it from the ground up in 2019, uh, which was a lot of work, a big year, you know, starting something from nothing and building the teams around it, um, all the... The organisation, the the legals, it's a huge, huge undertaking. Uh, and then, so yeah, that was kind of how it all started, you know. And yeah. uh, now we've got a great team. We've got, you know, we've got over seventy volunteers and staff um, involved with the festival. It's uh, it's it's pretty enormous um, and really, really exciting. Uh, it's definitely not something I could do on my own. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I think. Uh you know, some people maybe don't realise how much would actually go into putting all this together, um, and definitely not something you could do yourself. Um, who are some of the festival partners involved in this? Uh, so this year we've been lucky enough to get a whole bunch of uh, government funding to help yeah. out um, run the event. Um, DLGSC, uh, in particular, really um, helped give us a, a big boost. Tourism WA uh, are really really supportive, and uh, local government here. 
the Augusta Margaret River Shire Council are, are big, big uh, supporters of us this year, um, including the Margaret River Heart, which is a, a government venue. So um, they've been really supportive. Um, and beyond that, we've got some uh, some of the venues are really supportive too. The River uh, Hotel here in, in Margaret River are amazing. We have our, our main event on the Saturday night there, um, the big one with uh, with Jeff Lang and Grace Barbe and Jordan Mack um, and local Tracy Barnett's going to be playing that too. Cool. Um, yeah, the the support this year from from our partners has just been really overwhelming, and we're really lucky uh, because yeah, again, couldn't be doing it without them. Um, it's it's very much you know n- not only the staff, um, all the the partners and the people coming to the festival too. It's uh, you know it wouldn't be made without them. Yeah, and it's probably something that everybody needs, like a such a positive event. Um, you know, we've all been doing it pretty tough around the country. Uh, and we've all had turns of, you know, having it tough. So um, I think you guys over there, in terms of your live music and that sort of thing, have been a bit of a beacon of hope for the rest of us. <laughs> I've spoken to a few guests in uh, NWA in the last probably 18 months, and it seems like you guys have um, been doing pretty well at keeping up with the live music, which has been great. Um, so this is another sort of positive event that looks amazing from from here to to see happening over there. So I hope it goes uh, obviously goes really well. Um, Thanks, Greg. And it's yeah, yeah. It's um, and the website is stringsattachedfestival.com.au uh, in Margaret River, running from eighth to the tenth of October. And fingers crossed, you know, you can be fully open. And uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll be watching watching from here and maybe I can make it over next year hopefully yeah love to have you we'll be here I'm really looking forward to bringing this one to the people for many years to come so tell us about yourself Dan because obviously from what I can see you know you're a composer performer producer booking agent tour manager marketing manager live and sound sorry live sound and studio engineer Um, so you know you've done it all and you're probably the perfect perfect person to sort of you know, be running this sort of festival. So uh, currently you've got a project going called Brightsider. Can mm. you tell us about that? Yeah, totally. Um, I guess, uh, firstly, <laughs> it would be not really the done thing having a, a guy running a guitar festival who didn't play <laughs> guitar. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so I guess I, I've been lucky in, in that apprenticeship, you know, um, starting from a pretty young age, um, playing guitar in lots of different bands. Um, yeah, the current one being... Brightsider, uh, we're a four-piece uh, play. I guess my vibe at the moment is uh, a lot of um, neo-soul, funk and, and soul, R&B, uh, that kind of stuff is really fun. But I have another project with my partner, MJ, called Moon and Honey, uh, where we do a lot of folky stuff, uh, kind of Angus Julia vibes. Um, but uh, yeah, a bit of... Uh, she's she's a Kiwi, so some island vibes sprinkled in there too. Uh, awesome. We, we played last night with, uh, with Mama Kin, um, Danielle Caruana, uh, which is an amazing show. Um, yeah, lucky enough to have lots of great places here in the southwest to perform. So I guess when I'm not doing the festival, uh, I spend my time uh, mostly writing and, and recording here at home and uh, mm-hmm. and performing around the southwest. Uh, before COVID, we'd do you know uh, about uh, one tour around the country uh, per year, and we've done some trips over overseas uh, in years gone by. Um, it's a lot of fun, you know, and that's kind of what I live for, you know. But it, yeah. the festival's been a really great thing for me to kind of take the skills that I've I've learned over the years, you know, running my own business and 
and uh, running my own shows, putting together events, you know, just just for myself, you know, and for, for other bands um, and kind of apply them to something larger because it's helped me definitely um, upskill and uh, and take my my skill set and, and, and my what's what I'm, I guess, um, what I'm capable of, of putting on to, to another level, which then I'm getting to reapply to my own stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And managing my time has been, you know, a big thing, you know, like, like all of us, um, any, any sole trader will tell you or anyone running a company will tell you, uh, yeah, you have to be really good at uh, blocking your time out and, um, and, and also identifying things that, you know, maybe you can, uh, you can delegate to other people, getting a good team around you. And I think, um, especially in the music industry too, um, it's like we, we see ourselves as little islands, you know, we're self-managed musicians, but um, yeah. it can it can be pretty hard. Um, we've got a great thing going in the Southwest, uh, which um, Danielle started uh, just recently um, and we've kind of been toying with over the last uh, year or so, but um, sh- she's got this idea of how instead of being independent musicians, we're interdependent musicians. Um, and I think that's really applicable to kind of any industry, really. But it's it's just nice. We're, we're building, we call them cohort sessions, but we've got like a little southwest cohort here in, in Margaret River and um, surrounding region. Uh, and we get together every two weeks or so, other other self-managed musicians, and uh, and we help each other out. Um, it's like a, a, you know, a fortnightly check-in and uh, set goals for ourselves. And, um, yeah, it's cool. There's a really good community here in the southwest, and, and yeah, hopefully... The, those kind of positives kind of make their way out into the other communities. Yeah, that's great because it is a lot of work on your own and mm. sometimes it's kind of an isolating thing, you know, doing uh, running your own business and, you know, I mean, being a musician basically is running a business and it can be, you know, if you're a solo artist especially, I guess it can be kind of an isolating thing. So it's good to be able to probably do what you're doing there and check in with other musicians and, share stories and share knowledge and that sort of thing. So that's pretty cool that you guys uh, are able to do that. Did you did you grow up in Margaret River? No, I grew up in a place called Safety Bay, which is about an hour south of Perth, uh, so about okay. a third of the way here, and uh, made my way south um, about seven years ago now. Um, and, uh, yeah, really, really um, love the community here. Uh, got a really good network of friends and um yeah if if you yeah if you hadn't caught on i, I love surfing so um yeah. <laughs> this is the place to be for me that's for sure um at, that's kind of my my playtime my happy time um balances out all the other stuff the time spent on computers and you know got to stay active yeah. and fit and healthy um, yeah absolutely did you sort of start music from an early age yeah totally started playing uh guitar when i was nine and uh and my guitar teacher at the time uh, asked me to join his band when I was 11, which was pretty wow. cool. <laughs> um, so that was my apprenticeship, you know, like we yeah. we'd play, we'd play every fortnight. Um, and yeah, that's how I you know, learned how to set up a PA and, you know, talk to audiences and improvise, and, you know, um, all that kind of stuff that you, you, you might be able to play guitar really well, but you're expected to know to you know if you want to mm. if you want to be a musician you have to know how to book a gig and you have to know how to do marketing and you have to be you know a qualified accountant basically you know yeah <laughs> it's um it's really funny like it's it's really a, a comprehensive job and so um that period of my life you know from I guess eleven or so to to seventeen or eighteen playing in that band and then you know, playing in other bands 
throughout my um my my mid to later teens um really kind of s- created a solid foundation um in all that knowledge and then i've just built upon that since um yeah yeah it's it's been lots of fun and playing lots of different kinds of music too you know because they all feed into um into your overall musical knowledge and and you get different things out of them like uh i i I've loved playing in punk bands over the years just as much as I've loved yeah. playing, you know, ukulele in a in a folk folk act. <laughs> it's nice to have that balance of crazy loud stuff or whatever yeah. and then to chill it right back. It's mm. nice to be able to do both. I've always enjoyed that and admired artists that that do that. So They serve different um, purposes and there's no reason yeah. to to pigeonhole yourself, you know? Like yep. what Try and find me one person who only listens to one band and that's it, you know? <laughs> it's not a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we all like different stuff and, and they have a time and a place. And um, I think it's really important to, I guess, let that, you know, and let that happen and, and um, yeah, it, maybe in, indulge in that because it's healthy. Yeah. So uh, what's, your, what's your personal website? I know you got a website for Brightsider. Yeah, that- yeah. Brightsider.co. Um, we got a bunch yep. of music up on Spotify, etc. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, more, more and more coming out all the time. Uh, Moon and Honey has its own page as well. We got a couple of songs online. Uh, them kind of my main two at the moment. Um, other than that, yeah. yeah, just kind of mixing and recording for a few other artists here and there. Um, cool. And you know, trying to trying to learn drums at the moment. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Now, that is not easy. No, I won't be starting a drum festival anytime soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, I love a good drummer and I really admire that sort of talent. Um, and it's a, how good is it to watch a good drummer in action? It's, it's just incredible. It's a real talent. So, it's uh, a real different skill set, you know, from being, being like this with my fingers all my life, you know. Um, it's Your whole body's involved. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's awesome. Um, I like just, you know, kind of letting off a bit of steam on the drum kit every now and then and it's good for yeah. my brain you know i've been incorporating the new rhythms into into my my writing you know it's it's really fascinating i think uh it's really improved um on on i guess the ideas that i have um to draw mm. on when when sitting down and writing i think yeah it's it, I th- any musician kind of needs to have some sense of rhythm right um so i guess learning drums is is a real investment in that yeah, it's interesting. It's a good way of um, good way of putting it. I guess it's kind of interesting. Well, I always found it interesting when um, maybe drummers decided to, you know, come up front and write songs on guitar and that sort of thing. And I think, you know, like Dave Grohl, for example, would uh, would say that you know, obviously being a drummer, he'd write guitar riffs from a drummer's perspective that sort of really helped him obviously with tempo and rhythm and that sort of thing and it's kind of fascinating seeing them switch that role so totally they um, bring different things to the table that that you know your guitarists who don't understand drums or have less of an understanding in in rhythms um can possibly you know it's it's out there it's great i'm all for instrument swapping (laughs) yeah absolutely well, I'll, I'll put all your websites in the um, in the show notes to this episode. Before we go, what uh, from from a music fan perspective of yourself? I know you're putting the festival together, but what is um, 
what part are you looking to forward to the most as a as a guitarist fan or music fan personally? Or at the festival? Yeah. Oh man, that's a big question. <laughs> I I try to not get too invested in um in attending anything just in case I can't, you know, getting your hopes up and, and getting drawn away. Um mm-hmm. but man, oh I'm just going over the program in my head. Uh <laughs> sorry, man. tough question. No, 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 it's all right, it's all right. Um Wow. Um I there's so much going on over the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm really looking forward to, uh, we've got Lucky Oceans and I hope this can happen, obviously it's pending Jeff coming over, but, um, we've got Lucky Oceans coming down, uh, for those of you who don't know Lucky Oceans, one of the best, um, slide players in the world, mm-hmm. um, Grammy Award winner and lives here in, uh, in Frio, um, just out of Perth in, in West Oz, but, uh, he has, uh, obviously run a radio show for many years um great speaker great interviewer and uh he's going to be uh interviewing jeff lang um they're going to be having like a bit of an in conversation uh on the yeah. sunday morning at the festival uh and really yep. looking forward to that because uh jeff's going to be talking a little bit about his book which he, he released not too long ago um but just such a incredible life and you know i kind of like to hear um where where these people come from, where their inspirations come from, uh, mm. how they've built themselves up to, to where they are today. You know, that for me is really, really fascinating because uh, I guess we're all working towards um, you know, something um, greater yeah. than, than what we are right now. <clears throat> and uh, Jeff's definitely an incredible musician, um, one of the, the country's most amazing uh, guitarists, that's for sure, and uh, has done some pretty incredible things uh, over his years and uh, Lucky's just such a great interviewer um, I think it's going to be a really special session so definitely blocked that one in on the Sunday morning Yeah, yeah I mean everyone's got you know sort of a different sort of story but like you said we're all aiming for something but everyone sort of strives to get there in a different way and I guess that's part of the reason why I started this podcast you know, We're all musicians but we're all we've all got a bit of a different story behind us and sort of how we're striving to get where we want to go. And, um, you know, it's, it's inspiring hearing other people's stories like yours, um, and like Jeff's and, you know, we can all, we can all learn from hearing, uh, everyone's stories, I think. So absolutely, man, that's what songs are too. They're all stories. You got to share them and, and you can only help by doing so, you know, um, anyone with writer's block, Man, you're not only doing yourself a disservice, but everyone else who could be, you know, uh, learning or, or gaining something from that as well. Absolutely. Well, it's been lovely to talk to you, Dan. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for having us on the show, man. And, and yeah, keep doing what you're doing. It's, it's a great thing. You too. Thank you very much. So, uh, stringsattachedfestival.com.au uh, running in Margaret River from the 8th till the 10th of October this year. Uh, you can buy tickets online. I will put links in the show notes. And um, to put it simply, it just looks amazing and I wish I could be there. So I'll be there in spirit and hopefully maybe in person next year. That'd be awesome. I'd love yeah. to come over. Man, love to have you. You fly direct to Busso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come and check out the beautiful Margaret River. Well, thank you, Dan. Great to chat with you, mate, and I hope it all goes well. Yeah, thanks, man. Likewise. Cheers. Cheers.